Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Black woman. Beautiful. Powerful. Resilient female of African descent with skin kissed by the sun. Conversation. A talk, especially an informal one, between two or more people in which news and ideas are exchanged. We love being black women. Black women are ambitious. Black women are confident. Black women are diligent. We are tenacious. We walk out of our houses put together. We are many shades and personalities of fabulous. But we as black women don't talk about our dilemmas, current events, and what's going on every day that affects us. So... We created this podcast as a way to laugh together, cry together, and have an open conversation about life as black women. Oh, that's deep. Black Women Conversations. Hey, Nicole. Hey, Janine. How's your week been? So the week has been good. Um, I know this episode is dropping. I am, I should be in Indianapolis doing my second week of call here, but it also means I have officially relocated to the Atlanta area. And so at this point, we're looking for a house. So if anybody knows anybody that is about to put their house on the market in like, you know, Marietta, Buckhead, you know, North Atlanta, let me know. I mean, send me an inbox, okay? Because I'm looking. I'm looking for a home. Do you have a realtor? I do have a realtor. We're using a realtor named Edith, who was very, very nice. And she was sent to me by a colleague of mine. Actually, the the guy that James connected with to sell our house in Indianapolis, he has an aunt or maybe it's his wife's aunt. I, I don't know which one, but they connected me with her. So she's been sending us houses here and there just to see what we like. And now we're sort of kind of narrowing things down. So when I get back on the fourth, I'll be, you know, really looking hard for houses. So right now we're just going to, we're just staying in temporary housing for the next couple of months. But yeah, we have a realtor. Awesome. Are you excited? Every time I ask you, you're like, no, not really excited. Just ready for it to be over. Are you excited yet? Won't get excited until I actually start the new job. I won't be starting until the end of October, beginning of November. So I'm just basically taking things one day at a time. When you're in a lot of transition, you know, we're transitioning my whole family to the Marietta area. My son has to start school in about two weeks. It's just a lot of moving pieces that I'm just like holding my breath to make sure that I'm getting out of the way. So I am excited. I think change is sometimes good, but also change also brings unknown, uh, an unknown future. You don't know. I don't know how the environment is going to be, you know, down the road. So I'm, I'm hopeful. I'm definitely hopeful and I'm being positive, but I'm treading lightly. So I'm tiptoeing around to, to get used to this uh, area. It's a fun place. So hopefully 
you will enjoy it. Well, you know, I know, Janine, you were just rooting for me to go to Atlanta over Indianapolis. So hopefully that means we'll get to record some things in person, to do a couple of events in person, to see the people. And that is right up the street from Birmingham. I know we have a lot of listeners in the Birmingham area. So maybe we'll get down there to do something in person um, in Atlanta or Birmingham soon before the end of 2022 or beginning of 2023. That'll be exciting to see people in person. It would be. Yeah. Like I love Atlanta. I love Birmingham. A note that Ken made is he said that in Atlanta, they grow AKAs on trees there. So there's a lot of you all. I do have some line sisters that live in Atlanta and I do know some sorors to Ken's point that live in Atlanta. So, Janine, what's new on your plate as if you need anything else on your plate? Actually, I did something really interesting. So there's a company called Culture City that does training to become like sensory prepared for people who have sensory issues. So I took the training and got a certificate so that I can help in my job accommodate people that have sensory issues, which I thought that was pretty cool because like. Not necessarily something that you think of normally, but it's something that allows someone else to be able to experience the world in a more comfortable manner. So it was pretty exciting to me. I was like, oh, this is dope. And I'm, I'm you know, really a fan. Very odd tie-in is that Culture City was founded in Birmingham, Alabama. So pretty cool. Is this something that anybody can get? We need to let our listeners know how to get this training done. Yeah, it's Culture City. So if you just go on to Culture City... You can contact them. They have YouTube information. But yeah, you just go. It's Culture City with a K. And you can just go and get trained. Even if you may never experience it, I think it's very good knowledge to have. Oh, right. So have you been watching anything decent? Because I have something that I want you to watch. So I started watching uh, All American again, Homecoming. When I tell you, so All American has three seasons out now, plus All American Homecoming. And I binge watched season one, prayed for season two to come out early. I think Baby Jesus heard my cry and put season two out early. And now there's Homecoming, but there is season three out. So I'm watching Homecoming first, that series. And then, you know, we'll go back to season three. And All American is super dope. I love the show. The acting is amazing. And now, obviously, they're in the college year. So, um, yeah, that's what I'm watching. I still have not watched Bridgerton. Still haven't watched the season two. I need to catch up on that. What are you watching? Uh Uh-uh, we're not going to skate past that. It's going to be season three of our podcast before you watch season two of Bridgerton. How on God's green earth have you not watched Bridgerton yet? I'm not going to talk about it. Just make sure that you watch it before we come back for season three. Okay, so I really want you to watch. This is on Netflix. It's called Web of Make-Believe. Now, let me tell you something. Scamming is the new hustle, right? And I'm not condoning it by any stretch of the imagination. But this show, Nicole, will have you really second guessing yourself. Let me tell you, this one, two guys, they had some scams going where they were bringing in millions of dollars just by sitting at home with their computer and their cell phones. And the craziest part is one of them, spoiler alert, so one of these guys, he defended himself in court, Nicole. And one against the United States government. You have to watch it. Like the scamming is to a whole new level. And I kind of feel like I love the Lord, so I'm not going to scam. But they made millions of dollars. The one guy, he said, 
what did he say? He said, oh, I was making about $160,000 a week. That can pay off some student loans right there. Janine, no, we're not going to start scamming. We're not. So a couple <laughs> things that y'all heard me say on this podcast. Uh, one, I'm like, how can we get an OnlyFans page, right? I've said that before because of people making money. Two, how can we start scamming to make $160,000 a day? But we ain't going to do neither one of those. All this is talk. I'm just playing. You will not see Nicole Plenty on a pole behind a screen on OnlyFans. I'm not going to do it. And you won't see me scamming people out of money. But dang, can can we get some money? Can we get a little tab of money? Just saying. We're not saying there's anything wrong with being on the pole. Because, you know, sex work is real work. That's just not what is Nicole and I's ministry. And, but scamming is illegal. So we're not going to do that. Well, I will definitely check that out and watch it. Um, and we'll have to definitely talk about that in season three. Oh, Nicole, we have to tell the people. So we've had merch. Just a little side note announcement. We've had merch for a while now, right? And we never really promoted the merch, but we have some really cool things like tank tops and mugs and water bottles and even face masks if you still are like us and you still believe that COVID really does exist. And even if you get cold in your office and you want a sweatshirt, we have all that kind of stuff. So go to oh, that's deep, bwc.com, click on the link that says store and Voila, you're at our merch store and you can buy something and support our podcast. The stuff is really cool too. And if you follow us on Instagram, you can just click on the shop link and it will take you right to our store. So please support us. We would appreciate it. Janine, what's on your timeline? Now, you know, but I am, have, I have a little trepidation about this episode because it kind of hits a little close to home, a little too close. So about a week ago, I see this post on spiritual word. Now, we all know the spiritual word is maybe not so spiritual, but it's kind of like the new shave room. It gets the good getting on the internet. So we all follow it. If you don't follow, go follow spiritual word. In this particular post, there's a screenshot of a tweet. And the tweet says, 12 years ago, this, and it says in word, I'm going to paraphrase some of this because she's very passionate, but I just don't feel comfortable saying those things. So this in word took my car while I was at work to go pick up another woman after dropping her off, my tire blew and he crashed my car into a light post on Central Avenue and died in my car. So in this post, it has that tweet. And underneath of that tweet, there's an image of a candle. And it says above and below the image, remembering Michael Stone. She goes on to explain the whole story of what happened and how he had the accident and how he was found. She says that they weren't dating. They were friends with benefits. He was dating someone else. She goes deep into the story. The story is very long. So we will post the thread of tweets, but the story goes viral. Like I said, we'll post it, but she goes on and then she gets to the end and she says, you know, this is a lesson. You just have to be more mindful. And then she says that she's healed from the situation. So that's the most important part. So when I saw the healed, I was like, okay, now I can do a little bit of investigation because this is, I'm not dealing with open wounds, right? So I once knew someone who had the same name, Michael Stone. He also passed away and he also happened to have passed away in a single car accident Michael is a pretty common name, and the last name Stone is also very common. And car accidents 
Even single car accidents are also pretty common. But there were just too many coincidences for me to kind of just let this go. So I would like to point out that in the tweets, she said that she was healed before you all start coming for me. Since I saw her name on Spiritual Word, I went to Twitter and I found her and I slid into her DMs. So when I, when I messaged her, it was very respectful. And I messaged her a picture of him asking her if this was who she was referring to. Because I can say, oh, I heard the story. But like, until you see a picture and see the face, like there's no denying if this is the person, it's a yes or no. Now, I fully expected her not to respond to me because she doesn't know me from a can of paint. And it's a very random question after your tweets unexpectedly went viral. So she wasn't the person I thought she would be. And she responded and responded quickly. Girl, I was literally sitting on the edge of my seat. I'm going to be honest. Like, what is she going to say? So when she responded, she confirmed that it was him. And we talked about him because he was super charismatic. And we talked about him and we commiserated in the things that we remember about him. And one of the things that we kept going back to was he was super charismatic, but he was wild and tend to be unhinged. He would just do things that were just silly, like unnecessary, silly, but like never meant any ill will, no harm, just a fun-loving person that made some interesting decisions, I'll say. So after we agreed, we miss him and we connected, God bless you, sister, kind of, you know, kumbaya. I kind of sat there dumbfounded that my first boyfriend, the one that my young teen self called myself being in love with, turned out to be the dodged bullet. And then I thought to myself, it would be Michael, because that's his personality. It would be him that would go viral on social media post-mortem. May he continue to rest in peace and God bless him because he was a great human being. I will say that. But Nicole, I had to like chuckle at myself because I was like, what is the likelihood? Now, Nicole, you know, when I sent this to you, I was, I sent it to you, I was like, I need you to go with me here because this one is wild. And I just started sending you screenshots and the messages what did you think when I sent it to you? What was your first response? I was like, what? How did you get connected to somebody that had the same ex that you had? And then I sat there thinking, man, he was out there wild. And then I was like, wait a minute. He died in a car accident. Was this old dude from Xavier? And then once I realized it wasn't, it made me realize that a lot of young cats out here out here bad <laughs> like that. and you know, Diane doing some foolishness, you know, Diane doing some foolishness, but I thought it was sad, you know? I mean, to me, that would be triggering, like to find out that this was my ex. You know, I don't know, that would have brought back a world of emotion. And I'm sure that it did for you. Anybody that you know that's passed away, if you know someone else that had, you know, even a different experience, it's still going to be like, wow, like this person was different than even I knew they were when they were living. So I don't know. I was pretty speechless when you sent me the screenshots to tell me that this was the same person as your ex. And then I thought to myself, this is your first boyfriend. Was he out there like this when you were dating him? And she nodded her head. Yes, y'all. So I will tell you this. 
he was very much like protective of me, almost paternally protective. But he was he was wild. It was like, I know how these streets are and how wild things can be. I want you to stay over here pretty and pristine. But we went in two different directions. So, you know, I tried to stay over here pretty and pristine. And he was like, I'm about to run these streets. And he did. He ran the streets and he obviously, like her story is like, dang, you were done horribly, you know. Johnny, that could have been you done horribly. Nicole, I am grateful and to God daily that I did not end up married to not only him. Now, again, he was a great person, so I don't want to disparage him by any stretch of the imagination. But, you know, he was wild, right? Like, you know, if that was what I was into, then great. But, like, not only him, but all of them. Like, I had some exes that were still super charismatic, super loving. They probably would drop everything that they had today to make sure that I was okay. I don't think that I have an ex that would not want to take care of me right now. But I'm grateful that God allowed me to dodge the situations because... I can't even, I cannot begin to imagine where I would be had I uh, listened to my my mind and my heart and not gone along with God's plan. I will say that. Let me say this. There was a guy that I dated in high school and I ain't going to even name his name because I'm not, matter of fact, there are two, there are a couple guys I dated in high school and both of their mamas passed away. So nobody knows exactly what I'm talking about. But either way, there's a guy that I dated in high school he played sports. I was a cheerleader, which is a sport. Damn it. But anyway, um, his mom died and I went back for the funeral and I ended up seeing him. Now, at this time, I'm in college. But I thought to myself, you know, he was like, oh, you know, we should reconnect and da 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 and We should get back together. Right. And I'm thinking to myself, like, boy, please, you live, you know, there and I'm in college now and I live here. And he was very insistent that we continue to communicate. But obviously, after the funeral and I went back the next day or at the end of the weekend back to Xavier and he went back to what he was doing, we ended up not conversing. Fast forward, he ended up, you know, married. He has this like awful job. He's gazing weight in all the wrong places. And I thought to myself, oh my God, thank God <laughs> decided to move in a different direction. Just saying. Maybe. Let me tell you, I feel like we both dodged a lot of bullets. And I'm sure that somebody's out there saying that they dodged the bullet of me, too. So we equal opportunity over here. But I will say this. I have an ex that was gorgeous. Like, he was the cat's meow in high school. Couldn't stay faithful, but he was the cat's meow, right? Gorgeous. Now, girl, if I showed you him today, you would be like, what? You mess with the boy with the T-Rex arms? He was just gorgeous. And now, Lord Jesus, have mercy. Like, and I'm not saying that looks are everything, but for him to be so high upon himself that it's interesting to see now when you're like, hmm, that's a lot. Well, Janine, I'm glad that you chose your knight in shining armor and you are in a good place. But man, that's a crazy story that I'm glad that you're not, you're not the girl that's telling this story. <laughs> You know, I, because I she went too. through some things and obviously it's been dang on near a decade and she's still feeling she says she's over it, but you posting about it. So you really not. So, um, yeah, girl, you dodged one. And I'm grateful. All right, Johnny. So you ready to help our listeners? Let's do it. 
All right, so the first letter reads, Nicole and Janine, let me tell y'all how good God is. My ex did me so dirty back in the day, and I kept going back to him. Don't get me wrong. He was nice to me, and at the time, uh, he would take me out and spend his coins on me. But I found out he was a liar and a cheater. I called him in a lie and found naked pictures of a woman in his phone, one of which had a tattoo near her nipple. He apologized profusely and I took him back. However, a few months later, he was texting someone saved as SP. The text messages were very provocative, basically sexting. For the life of me, I could not figure out who this person was or what SP stood for, but it didn't make a difference. He was cheating again, so I broke up with him. I moved on, started hanging out with my girls and doing more to get refocused at work. One day I was at brunch with two of my besties when my ex's name came up as a text message on my friend Sheila's phone. We both looked at each other and I asked, why the hell was he texting her and demanded to see the messages? This chick was telling my ex how she loved him, sending him pics of her breasts and private parts. Then I thought, those look like the same breasts with that nipple tattoo. I was pissed. It took everything in me not to punch her in the throat, but I just walked away and I left them, both my besties, well, bestie and former bestie at the table. Fast forward, been a couple years, Sheila, the former bestie, and some other chick are pregnant for my ex at the same time. And the god awful thing is that all three of them have tested positive for HIV. The other woman is in jail for assaulting him after she found out her status. Of course, that made me get an HIV test, although it's been years since I've been with him and I'm negative. When I think about the situation, I can't help but thank God for shielding me from that mess. Of course, now I have trust issues. What dating advice can you ladies give me to avoid attracting dogs like this? Thanks, Manisha. Okay, so Manisha, you need to thank God every moment that you walk this earth and breathe. You know how they say the Jews supposed to constantly pray. Well, you need to be in constant communication with God because he literally spared your life. We're grateful to God for, for you, dear. But can we go back? This Negro sounds super messy. Like, it's just mess everywhere. And... Honestly, Nicole, this one is more triggering than the initial post itself. And let me tell you why this is triggering, right? So I have an ex. This almost exact thing, same thing happened, but this is before we had, you know, cell phones with pictures and stuff. So I just happened to be walking to the bathroom and his bathroom was through his closet. And I happened to see a little teeny corner of a manila envelope on the shelf underneath of the clothes. And you know, when something is out of place and it like catches your eye, you're like, now I'm about to go look because this is out of place. This doesn't belong here, right? And as I opened up this manila envelope, there were TNA pictures, right? Now y'all, you know what I'm talking about. And so I asked a lot of questions about these TNA pictures because whoever it was, which she will remain nameless, was smart and truncated her head, right? So we don't know who she is, but... Much like, much like our listener, I did some investigation. So 
So I figured out who it was. And then I presented all the information and said, now y'all can go be together because clearly this is what you want. And it's not me, right? So I understand how you feel. But I would hope that you're in a space where you found closure and you're done with this. And now specifically with the news that you just broke to us, that you are perfectly fine with whatever situation your former best friend and your ex have. But it's it's just something extra tricky about when the ex wants to be with one of your friends, Nicole. And I know that you and I have both been in this situation where our exes decided that they wanted to explore relationships with our friends. That's a moment of silence for those friendships. All I'm saying. So, girl, let the friendship go. Let the dude go. And the question that you asked us was, how do you not attract this, this kind of man, right? So, girl, the first thing that I'm going to tell you is your man will come to you when that good Lord that spared your life is good and ready for him to come to you. Don't be out here looking for him. It's very likely that he's going to sneak up on you and he's not going to look like what you thought or come in the manner on the chariot that you thought he was going to come on. But it's going to be the right one for you. Why don't you do some work on yourself, figure out what it is that you are, that you would like to have in a relationship and what it is that you bring to a relationship. And when you do that work on yourself, I would venture to say, once you're prepared and you've prepared yourself, they'll come just like you need them to come. I'll say this. It's going to be real hard for her to trust again, right? Because your friend broke your trust and your ex-boyfriend broke your trust. So at the end of the day, you're like, I can't trust them, them chicks over there. So I'm not really close to any girlfriends and I can't trust my man over here. But you knew in your gut that he was not, he wasn't for you, right? You knew in your gut that he was a cheater. You should have left him when he showed you the signs before, okay? So I would say, trust your gut. And I would say, definitely, you do have to tread lightly because you don't know what somebody has. You don't know what they're doing. And you don't want to be the person that is sneaking through people's cell phones to see what you can find to see the cheating, right? Because if you go looking for something, you will find something that looks a little suspect when you may not understand the context of what you're looking at. So I would say, be friends. Like I would go out, have fun. If you end up clicking with somebody, I would not move too quickly. I will be friendly with them. You know, go out on a couple of days, see how you feel, see how much attention that person is giving you. If he's out of sight, out of mind, move on. If he's not showing you the attention that you want and he seems like he's interested in other people and he wants to dib and dab and he wants to not focus directly on you and that, that's, that person's not for you. I am a firm believer that dating takes work especially for the man. I was telling a friend of mine, she was like, oh, well, one of our girlfriends, you know, likes to go out and travel, but the guy that she's dating never has any money, right? So she pays for everything. She's calling him, wondering why he hasn't called her. And they've been doing this for a number of months. My thing is, I am not paying for nothing before we get married. You know, dating me is an investment. If you don't call me all day long, don't expect for me to call you because you need to show me that I am the queen that you deserve. Now, once we get married, then I can start 
reciprocating that type of attention. Then I will start spending my money on you and buying you nice things. But while we're dating, now play, it's on you. And so I would say, make the person that is trying to date you put in work and hold your ground in terms of the standard of man that you are the standards that you want your man to uphold. People have this like, oh, my girlfriend, my girlfriends, you know, I don't have a lot of girlfriends. All right. I don't have a lot of close girlfriends. I got a handful of people that I will trust with my business. That's it. Because people you think may be your friend are actually envious of what you got, which is obviously what happened with Sheila. She saw your man and you said he was showering you with stuff. He paid, he spent his coins on you. She saw that and she wanted that. And she knew that he was out there like that. She knew that he was flirtatious and she took advantage of that because she wanted a piece of what you had. And so you messed up because you trusted Sheila. You told her too much of your business. So my thing is no new friends. If you haven't trusted that person for a really long time, then you don't let that person into your your business. I, I would say you don't even let that person into your house. Okay. That's just me. I'm old school with it. Now, once you have developed a long standing relationship friendship with another female, then you sort of have to test the waters. You tell them one thing, see what happens, see what they do with that information. Then you tell them a little bit more, see what they do with that information until they have proven that you can trust them. All right, Janine. So what does your letter read? So my letter says N and J. So that's cute. Thank y'all. I'm writing you from the bleachers of my son's football game. When I got to my son's game today, I overheard a lady talking about her husband. So I listened. The name that she called was the same name as my ex. So my ears perked up. Then I heard her say he was an investment banker. Same job as my ex. So now I'm full on ear hustling, listening to her conversation. She said that all of their belongings were seized and their assets were frozen because he got popped for fraud. I legit just thanked God that he didn't give me what I prayed for. I don't have a question. Just wanted to share this with you two ladies because you're my friends in my head. Signed, Yolanda. Oh, Yolanda, won't he do it? I'm telling you, that makes me do a little praise dance in my head when I think about how good he's been to me. So Yolanda, thank you so much for sharing your praise report. Yeah, sometimes it's like that. I mean, I had a, a, a sorority sister that was telling me how her uh, the feds were probably going to break into her house and seize all their stuff because of uh, tax evasion. So listen, you never know what people are going through. You think these people are living the good life and here, lo and behold, they ain't been paying taxes. I mean, that kind of stuff happens to people that are not fiscally responsible and that think that they are above the law and that think that they can keep all their, their, their coins because they have all these tax write-offs, but they haven't done any taxes within three years. So uh, yeah, that can happen. So yes, you do. Thank God that you didn't end up marrying this ex. Okay, that you probably thought, oh, we got a good job. Oh, he wear nice suits. Oh, I think I want to marry him. Yeah, good thing you didn't. Now you can sit there nice and calm and debt free at your son's game. Hallelujah. Yolanda, look, I love the letters where we're getting the info and we don't have to really give the advice. It's not because we don't like giving the advice, but we like to hear the stories. We like you to talk back to us. And Yolanda, like Nicole said, it sounds like you talking about dodging a bullet. Assets frozen, all your things 
have been seized. What is what is going on? That is possibly, aside from like a room full of wet kids, is possibly Janine's worst nightmare, right? Like I've had my bank account frozen because, and I'm going to say because they have their reputation. So you know, they was getting hacked a lot. And because they were getting hacked a lot, my bank account was frozen one day, right? And let me tell you, the the level of panic that set in to my body, I cannot even express to you. So I can't imagine what this woman must be feeling. But this sounds like some real legit fraud because they took all of your belongings and they froze all of your assets. Nicole, you would have to peel me up off of the ground if I called you and told you that they done came and took my house and my car and all of my belongings and that all of my assets were frozen. Let me tell you, the next call that you would be getting from me after I told you that would be the one to say, hey, Nicole, here's where the nest egg is and that's where my bail money is because you're going to come need to bail me out because I done killed this man, okay? So Yolanda, we're grateful because just we are just going to touch and agree with you and be grateful to the Lord for this because- Baby. Some American gangster type stuff right there. Tell me about Ooh. it. All right, Johnny. So what did you learn new this week? Okay, so I found, and it came from, I think this is medium, 10 red flags in men to avoid at all costs. So not saying that any of our listeners need this, but just maybe a little refresher to remind ourselves, just in case you see any of these red flags pop up. So the first one is they blame their exes for their past relationship woes. So if he's blaming his ex, look a little deeper. And number two is they chronically complain. Number three, they have never really lived on their own. That's a big one. If y'all watch Love and Marriage DC, just I'm just going to tell you, go, go watch it. If you, if you have any questions, you have never seen where he lived, just, okay, never mind. Then they, it says, number four is they have rarely been single. Now, if he jumped from relationship to relationship to relationship, girl, just go ahead on. Don't keep, keep it moving. Number five, they don't like to hear the word no. We all know that no is a complete sentence and men can hear it too. Number six, they expect more from you than they expect from themselves. They talk about other women as crazy or hysterical. Now, girl, let me be very clear with you all. If he calls the other women crazy, he's going to call you crazy too. Okay. Number eight, they're not particularly kind. Number nine, they reveal ulterior motives for helping others. Number 10 is they won't give or take an apology. What did you learn new this week, Nicole? So I learned that the expression dodge the bullet actually came into use around the turn of the 20th century with World War One in a literal sense, and it was used to describe someone avoiding being shot during combat or an animal that had evaded being shot by a hunter. So literally, you dodged a bullet. Wow, I had no idea. That's a, that's a, a pretty interesting trivia fact to know. Yeah, there you go. There's your trivia for the day. All right, are you ready for the motivational moment? I am. Ladies, some of y'all know the person you're with right now is not the one for you. If it doesn't feel right, it ain't right. Trust your gut. Once you feel uneasy about someone you're dating, move yourself out of the line of fire so you don't have to keep dodging bullets. You deserve more. You deserve to be happy. Until we meet again. 
pray, work, slay. And show off your melanated excellence. Bye! Oh, That's Deep, Black Women Conversations is produced by Nicole Lee Plenty and Janine Brunson-Johnson. Executive producer, Ken Johnson. Get the Oh, That's Deep, Black Women Conversation podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, or where you get your podcasts. Please subscribe and rate us. You can follow Oh, That's Deep, Black Women Conversations on IG at Oh, That's Deep, BWC. Oh, That's Deep, Black Women Conversations is a mean old lion media production. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.